Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, and you know, often prayer in the public square is is frowned upon. It's sort of pushed out of the public square in so many ways. But last night, prayer happened in a very unique way. It happened in the NFL square, uh, as we've been reporting throughout the day. Uh, the tragic events during a game between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. 24-year-old Bills player DeMar Hamlin collapsed, uh, clearly suffered a cardiac arrest or cardiac incident. And what followed was both stunning uh, and uniting. As players and coaches from the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals began to form a circle uh, around their fallen teammate, uh, a prayer circle. Many in the stadium and people across the country joined in prayer. Everyone pleading that DeMar Hamlin would somehow be okay. And I want to look at this as we go through what took place and how our conversation so swiftly changed as the night unfolded and how often when tragedy occurs, we do unite rather quickly as a nation Uh, And often when there's nowhere else to turn, we do tend to turn up as a nation. ESPN reporter Lisa Salters was at the game on the sidelines, and she gave incredibly emotional and honest, authentic reporting on what she saw take place after DeMar Hamlin collapsed. I mean, mean, right now, all I can really think about is, is that player, his teammates, just seeing the agony on their faces, the concern on their faces. They're scared for him right now, and they should be. Uh, We all should be. Uh, But to see them hugging each other, uh, down on their knees, praying for him, his coach, the other team, their head coach, those players, uh, just to see how much unity and, and just unified concern that they all had for this young man. Uh, Lisa's an extraordinary sideline reporter. She's tough with the players. She's honest in her reporting. And you could hear the emotion in her voice as she talked about that moment of unity where suddenly football did not matter at all. But the life of a young man meant everything to everyone. Uh, It was a uniting moment uh, that was most extraordinary to me. Uh, Lisa was asked... Uh, about the moment uh, that she realized that this was just not a regular injury or a hard hit or a broken bone, uh, but something very, very serious. Here's how she described that. Yeah, it was when all of the players came out onto the field and took a knee. Uh, The entire Bills bench emptied and was out on the field. And the way that the players, all of the players, the Bills and the Bengals, the way they formed a human wall around DeMar Hamlin, that that let me know there that this was not uh, just another injury, that there, there, was, there were things going on mm-hmm. uh, behind that human wall that we shouldn't be seeing. They were trying to respect that young man's privacy, and rightfully so. Uh, so that was when I realized uh, immediately that this was not just another injury, that this was something very, very serious. Again, that, that coming together in those moments... Uh, Really interesting. University of Houston research professor Brene Brown uh, wisely challenged uh, her readers in one of her books to show up for collective moments of joy and pain so we can actually bear witness 
to inextricable human connection. And I think that's what happened last night in a most extraordinary way. Uh, as this young man went to the turf and clearly in a life and death moment uh, brought everyone together, everything got set aside. And that inextricable human connection was totally on display. That collective human connection uh, that happens when we're gathering, whether virtually or in person, in celebration or sorrow, it is the fabric that binds individuals to each other, binds all of us to our communities, uh, and makes all the difference in the world. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, Sports Center host Stephen A. Smith, uh, normally very bombastic uh, in his opinions about sports, gave his reaction to the event and how the event that took place became much, much bigger than just a football game. His mother is with him. She didn't come to this stadium to see her son in that condition. And so your heart goes out to her. Uh, You just wish him nothing but the best. You're praying for a full recovery. We understand that the game does not matter now. Uh, It simply is not that important. You can always uh, get another game back. You You can revisit the game down the line. But right now, our hearts and our prayers are with Tamar Hamlin. Uh, just praying uh, that he survives this and that he's able to be alive and safe and healthy. So it's so interesting uh, over the course of the next hour or so uh, following this uh, just crushing moment uh, as DeMar Hamlin uh, was there on the field uh, receiving CPR, loaded into an ambulance, rushed uh, in cardiac arrest to the hospital, and uh, as all of that played out, uh, the word that was used over and over and over again was the word prayer. Uh, Lisa Salters gave her final thoughts about the game. Again, her job being the sideline reporter in the midst of that incident and that moment uh, was was just an amazing ability for her, one, to keep it all together, but two, to bring us all in to help us feel part of it uh, and part of the the goodwill, the wishes, and the prayers for Hamlin's recovery. Like you said, Scott, you come to work. We're expecting to see the game of the season. Uh, and what we got was so terrible, but that doesn't really matter. All that really matters is, uh, is Damar Hamlin and his family. And we just can't say it enough that we hope that he's okay. Uh, and those thoughts, those wishes, those prayers on behalf of DeMar Hamlin uh, in that critical moment, in that critical condition that he was in, uh, was just amazing to watch. And I think as you go back, and uh, I've watched it several times, and just the emotion on the players' faces, what you saw these big, tough football players experience experiencing together. And then the people in the stand, it didn't matter if they were a Bills fan or a Bengals fan, uh, everybody was uniting. Uh, going back to uh, 
Brene Brown in her book, Braving the Wilderness, uh, she put in a sentence uh, that I have relied on for a number of years, and I still passionately believe that she got it right. Uh, She said, crying with strangers in person could save the world. And I think we caught a little glimpse of that last night. As we saw so many in tears last night, offering heartfelt, pleading, humble prayers for Damar Hamlin. And it it makes me wonder that in all of the chase of political correctness, uh, as we have chased so many things out of the public square, that in these moments, these very toughest of tough moments, where there is nowhere else to turn but up, and to prayer, that that becomes the thing that unites us. And it shouldn't take a tragedy, like a life-threatening injury to a football player, to get back to that. We need more space for that in the public square, in our communities, and in our own homes. Because I think Brene Brown got it right. I would say crying with strangers in person could save the world. I think praying in person, regardless of your faith, tradition, or belief, crying and praying with strangers in person could change the world. I think that's absolutely right and correct. And so we continue to pray in private and in public for DeMar Hamlin, for his family, for those that work on him, the doctors, the nurses, the technicians, everybody. And we also join in prayer and make sure we have space to pray for that. You're listening to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We'll take top of the hour news break. Much more to come in hour number two. Stick around. We'll be right back. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news.